Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we got a little bit of a different episode here today for you. Um, it's just me and Ray. Yo. I'm Gareth, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, Ray. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying yo. Yeah, okay. Uh, we've been trying to figure out how to work sports into our episodes at some point in some capacity because Ray and I are such huge sports fans. But um, none of the... Uh, neither of the other guys really are into it so (laughs) yeah if we talk about it it's kind of like they just glaze over and sit there and look at us so we're like okay well this is a fun episode (laughs) (laughs) so we've been trying to figure out what to do uh and we we've been talking about possibly starting a a sports podcast separate from uh this one um so if you would be interested in listening to that to let us know but if not it's cool uh, we'll probably still do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have it on this one and just yeah periodically put it out. Yeah, we'll we'll do some smaller episodes talking about different uh, sports related topics and uh, let them upload uh, on the same uh, podcast and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, just to start out, we wanted to talk about like our favorite teams uh, in mainly just the three major sports in the U.S. Uh, uh, we can do NFL, um, NBA, MLB, and then if we want to, we can talk about NHL as well. Uh, that's kind of the fourth one. Yeah, uh, we're probably not going to talk about <laughs> MLS. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even think I could name a team from the MLS. Houston Dynamo. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Only because their stadium is right next to the Astros uh, Stadium in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. So. Uh, <clears throat> Anyway, so we'll start off, uh, I guess, with the NFL because I mean that's our our favorite league to watch, and we're our biggest fans of the NFL. Um, so, Ray, your favorite teams are the Packers and the Ravens, and they're both from different sides. So I feel like I can like root for both of them until they play in like a playoff game or like like the Super Bowl yeah. or before. Like it's like yeah, I'm a I'm a Packers fan. Right. That likes the Ravens, so yeah. okay. If Got they it. ever play, it's Packers first, Ravens second. Yeah, yeah. They would only meet in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, which would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. That would be a really good Super Bowl. Have they ever played in the Super Bowl? They have not played in the Super Bowl that I, I know of. I didn't think so. If they have, it's been a long time ago. Yeah, before we were born, most likely. Um. So my two favorite teams are the Saints and the Colts. And same thing, they're on the opposite conferences, uh, and they have played one another. And I watched that game. It was uh, it yeah. was an exciting game. Honestly, it was it was amazing to watch. Uh, I was happy either way. Whoever won, I wanted the Saints to win, and they didn't end up winning. As a Manning fan, I didn't like that. I yeah. didn't like that game very much. No, I mean I was a huge Peyton Manning fan. He's my favorite quarterback of all time. Um. But I also, I mean, second favorite is Drew Brees. So, yeah. you know, it was it was an awesome game to watch for me and my dad because uh, he was he's kind of who got me into watching Peyton Manning. And uh, so it, it was really cool. But, yeah, those are our favorite NFL teams. Uh, what about NBA? NBA, I really only have one. It's like I like the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. And then, like. The other one might be like, it's kind of a cop out, but it's the Lakers because LeBron, I mean, I just kind of followed LeBron. Yeah. It was more of like him than 
So that's something, yeah, like we're, we have favorite teams, but then we also like individual players, which is, I mean, every fan yeah. of a sport technically probably has that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, it's like in the NFL, I'm obviously being from Louisiana and major LSU fans, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals being in the Super Bowl is really cool. I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. Still, when they played the Packers, it was like, sorry, bro. Yeah. Got to lose this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is understandable. But, but um, yeah, I'm glad that he made it to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. If you want to bring that up right now, we can. I well, guess. I, we, we can talk can, about that yeah, in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of backtrack on that uh, one. But it is really cool. I mean, he has the opportunity to do something no one else has ever done, and that's win the Heisman Trophy in college, the college national championship and the Super Bowl in the NFL. Yeah. No one's ever done it. And he's got that chance this year. So that's really cool. But and we'll come he, back to And that. if he keeps playing like this, I mean, MVP isn't out of the question. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, especially with guys, uh, some of the older veterans starting to retire at the quarterback position. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think he's he's got a really, really bright f- future ahead of him, especially with all the weapons they have. Yeah. But anyway, we can come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Get off on tangents too much. Well, that, you know. Yeah, it happens in the regular ones. It happens in this one. It'll happen. Right. Um, So who are your favorite? So I like the Pelicans. Um, I became a fan of the Pelicans. Obviously, they're from Louisiana, so I was watching. But I I loved watching uh, Chris Paul back when they were the Hornets and Tyson Chandler because Chris Paul would just throw the ball up anywhere close to the backboard, and Tyson Chandler would jump up and slam it. Yeah. And it was really cool. I liked uh, Peja Stojakovic as well. He's just shooting. He's God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lights out three point shooter, and I was happy to watch him finally get a championship with the Dallas Mavericks when he went there. Yeah, and Dirk finally got a chip, and uh, Jason Kidd finally got one. That team was a bunch of veterans who had never won a championship, and I was really happy to see them finally get one. Yeah, but. Uh, I was also, I also like LeBron, but I kind of, my second favorite team, and it's mainly because of Giannis Antetokounmpo, I like the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm just coming out with all these long names. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the Milwaukee Bucks are probably my second favorite team, and I like a bunch of players on that team. And uh, it was really cool to watch them win the championship last year. That was really, really fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, did so, you did you watch much last year? I watched a little bit uh, here and there. Really watched the playoffs. I mean, that's there's a lot of most of the fandom of the NBA is people just watch the playoffs. And when it's getting down to the end of the season and things that are close, you know, when it's crunch time, gonna try not to bring the reason I up what that I didn't watch it much last year, but oh. Just, I felt like it was kind of. Well, it yeah, was okay. it was one of those years that I was I like, got what you're mm, I don't really feel like watching this. So I didn't watch yeah. much of the playoffs last year. I did the year before when they played in the bubble or yeah. whatever. Um, I watched a lot of that one, which was the Lakers and the Lakers and oh gosh, who did they play? Toronto? I don't think it was Toronto. Toronto was uh, when they played the Warriors when they had Kawhi. When Tor- Toronto had Kawhi, yeah. They didn't make it to the Yeah, they didn't make it to the championship. Who did they play? Yeah, that's should have known that already. 
Um, that's, I'm going to look that up real quick. <laughs> what, what happened that you became a fan of the Oklahoma City Thunder? Like, how did that happen? So we were watching one night at a friend of ours house, and it was when Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden were all on the same team, and they were in the, the championship with LeBron when they were playing against LeBron. And I was like, both of these teams are so good. But it's like everybody was kind of like on that LeBron bandwagon. And they were like, oh, he's going to win it. He's going to win it. And I was like, it's like, I like Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, I've changed my mind now. But <laughs> the, Since he went to Golden State. Yeah. Since he went to the Golden State Warriors, I kind of have less respect for him. Well, But, I mean, I get I get it. You go go wherever you want like yeah. to win a ring. That's well, cool. But also... It's kind of like you were one game away from beating the team that you joined. Yeah. From so like I said at the time when it happened, from a player perspective, being a free agent, I understand why he went there because I mean, they have the space to sign you in their uh salary cap. You know it's a good team because they just won the championship. Yeah. I understand wanting to go there, but from a fan of the league perspective i hated the move yeah i hated it it was like you you just gave like an already superpower team a one of the best players in the world yeah and it's like i mean steph curry is is amazing yeah but he isn't like a durant or lebron who can kind of he can take over games Mm -hmm. but it's a different style yeah and i guess i mean you don't see it much like you don't you don't recognize that steph has 40 yeah. Like whenever he gets 40, it's kind of like, yeah, he got 40 points. Like when Durant and LeBron got 40 points, it was like them dunking on people, like them driving yeah. in. It was like their athleticism was on, on show. Yeah. And Giannis. I mean, Giannis is another <laughs> one that's like, <laughs> when he wants to take a shot, get out of his way. What did he break the record last year for a highest uh, field goal percentage or a highest percentage of points in the paint? Uh I think that's what it was. The yeah, highest I percentage think, of points in the paint. I think that ever. was what he broke. Yeah. It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's a ridiculous player. I mean, he's, he's amazing too, but yeah, I was just, I'm, I'm kind of like on the, on the fence on like the thunder rebuild mode. So it's like, can I get another team? Can I, can I <laughs> like, not, not that you give up a team, but no. you know, you kind of like, you know, when your team's kind of going through a real rebuild, you're like, I'm going to yeah. root for this team because I know my team's not going to do much. That's it's like been, when they play, you're like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm going to root for my team. But yeah, that's been have. the Pelicans since they became the Pelicans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after they lost AD, it was like, oh, oh God. Especially after they lost AD. I mean, they had a couple years where they made it to the playoffs, but everybody knew there was no way. Yeah. There was no way that they were going to get anywhere. Especially since they had to play the Warriors. Yeah. you know, I think both times they went, they had to play the Warriors, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. I, th- I believe so. I think it was back-to-back years. I mean, Davis, Anthony Davis played out of his mind Against in those them. series. Yeah, But, but it just wasn't enough. When you have Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond. I don't like Draymond personally. <laughs> yeah. But I got to recognize he's a good player. Yeah. He's a really good player. And, I mean, that's, that's something that we, you'll hear a lot on this show. It's probably like, we don't like certain players, but... Yeah, their talent is there. Their yeah. talent is is beyond like a star level. It's yeah. like he's a superstar in the league. He's just we don't like him much. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it happens. I mean, that's a fan thing. That yeah, and we'll try to keep our biases to a 
minimum. To a minimum, but, but they're there. Yeah. Just we're, that's why we're telling you about our favorite teams, so you know. Yeah. So if you ever hear something <laughs> like, "Oh, that's a little salty," yeah, it is. Yeah. There is bias there, but we try to be objective to an extent as much as we can. But uh, so the Lakers beat the Miami Heat in that they playoffs. Beat the Heat that we yeah. I didn't. I didn't remember that they made it all the way to the playoffs. Yeah, I remember the Heat were they were some, they played the Celtics, I believe, in the conference championship. Was yes, it? I believe so. And the Celtics were like everybody was saying they were going to make it, and yeah. the Heat came out of nowhere, and they beat the Sixers in the semifinals of the Eastern Conference, I think. Yeah, and then they beat the and they Celtics. beat the Celtics, and then they I think they took them to what six games? I think so. Yeah, six games. Yeah, in the championship I mean, series. They were doing really well that year. I mean, it was. Yeah. That was uh, Bam's. Like that breakout like his, year, yeah, his coming out party for sure um, uh, as a as a legitimate all star caliber player. Then they had Jurajic, which was he was a good uh, point guard, really solid point guard, uh, all around point guard, solid veteran, very smart. Yeah, and uh, then high Hero, IQ, Tyler Hero, uh, coming off the bench. But was he coming off the bench? I think he was starting that year. I think they started him in the playoffs. Maybe so. he might have been coming off the bench. He's a that solid could, scorer. Yeah, and then I mean Jimmy Butler. Yeah. He's a, a phenomenal defender and also can put the ball in, in the bucket. Yeah. Really good offensively. But um so baseball. Baseball, I have two teams which one of them I try to keep under wraps around <laughs> here. Uh it's the Yankees and I don't really know why I think it was recently I've kind of taken to them and it's mostly because like Judge Judge, yeah. Aaron. <laughs> Judge. Aaron Judge, is yeah, a like, monster. Yeah, he's a monster. And like watching him against my other favorite team, the Astros. Yeah, it was like that was a, that was a great series. It was. I always like the the pictures of Aaron Judge next to uh, <laughs> Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. Yeah, it's like they're both phenomenal, and they were both up for the MVP that year. Yeah, when they played each other, and it's like. Altuve is like half the size of Aaron Judge, <laughs> yeah. but still just bombs baseballs. Yeah, I mean, uh, just hammers it. I mean, phenomenal players. Uh, my favorite team is the Astros, and then uh, the Atlanta Braves is my other favorite team. They're on opposite in opposite conferences. Yep, as well. Uh, it's weird how yeah, that happens because <laughs> because they uh, they played last year. Yeah, that was the. And it stunned everybody that the Astros or the yeah the Astros got beat. Yeah, it's kind of like they were favorites going in, and I was like, they haven't been playing well. No, like they didn't play well the whole season, and they just kind of skirted by on some of their their playoff wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Braves. What the reason that I like the Braves is whenever I was uh, really young, I I went to uh, I used to go to stay with my grandmother. Uh, and she lived in Texas. We live in Louisiana. So I would stay there for like a week. I probably, I did that a few times during the summer when I wasn't in school. And uh, she was a massive Atlanta Braves fan. Like Chipper Jones was her man. Yeah. Like that was her, her crush. So <laughs> we watched every Atlanta Braves game that was on. Like if there was a Braves game on, I don't care what cartoons you want to you watch, boy. You ain't watching them. You can watch. You're watching the game. You can go in the other room if you find something to do. But I'm watching the Braves, so we would sit there and we would watch the Atlanta Braves. So I just I had I gained an affinity for them through that. So that was just a cool little story. But 
Um, what did you think about the whole Astros uh, scandal that came out after they won the championship? I mean, I get it. I get that you can't steal signs, air quotes. Yeah. Like, but it's kind of public. Like, it was kind of public domain, in my opinion, in yeah. most of it. And I get that they set up, did they set up cameras in there? Or was it some weird, like, There's... stipulation that you can't video the sideline when it's doing something? Or it, There was yeah, some kind of rule I... that they kind of, like, it's agreed on, and yeah. they, they broke it. Yeah. And I think that was wrong. It's kind of like unspoken rules and stuff. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, I hated that it happened, that all these allegations came out. Did they but, ever get proven? Mm, I know they got a little bit of, of yeah. like punishment for it, but I didn't know if yeah. it was ever like... I mean, <laughs> they got punished for sure. The players did. Yeah. I mean, the whole next season, every single game, it seemed like... Uh, the opposing pitcher was trying to beam one of the batters in the head, yeah. you know, or hitting them with the ball when they're pitching. And it, like, I get it. I get, I understand it was an unwritten rule in a lot of ways, or it may even be some written rules. But yeah. Most of baseball, the etiquette and all of that is there's unwritten rules. And if you break them, like flipping your bat after you hit a home run just sets people off. Yeah but it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, so, it's so cool. And it's infuriating when the other team does it. Like, yeah, it's one of those, like it, it's, it's an etiquette thing. I think more yeah, than a, yeah. than a rule. It's the, more like you shouldn't do that. Like that's not a nice thing to do, but yeah. it's like, I'm a top athlete and I just nail the home run. Yeah. Shut up. Well, that's like, <laughs> I think it, I can't remember what his name is, but it was a young, uh, Miami Marlins player. He hit his very first major league home run. And just got so excited. He threw the bat up in the air like really high and started like beating his chest and stuff. He was so pumped. And by the time he got back around to the home plate, they they were very upset. The other team was very mad at him and they had words with him. And I mean. But it's like you got to understand. He's a rookie. Exactly. First off. Like he's. He just made his lifelong dream come true. He hit his very first home run in the major league. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a whole different story in my opinion. Yeah. Like if you, if you get hyped on that one, now if it's like you're 232nd and you're like, <laughs> yeah. and then you're like, ah, like, oh, yeah, we're having words, bro. Dude, hey, come here. <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite players is Jose Bautista just because he's such a jerk. Like, oh yeah. He's, my favorite clips, like there was one of my favorite videos on YouTube is from it's a compilation of him just getting super mad at a pitcher throwing at him or something like that. Like there was a pitcher, I think it was, they were playing the Orioles. Um, I think his name was Garcia. Uh, he threw a pitch, almost hit him. It went behind him and he just stared him down. He you immediately <laughs> like, saw it. It was like, Oh no, and the very next pitch, he hammers one to left field. I think it went in the second deck of the, uh, the grandstands. Yeah. And he, he flipped his bat and made it extra, like extra, extra. And uh, <laughs> it was so awesome. So awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think as you're like a fan base, like when they flip the bat and everything, it looks so cool. And yeah. I understand like as the opposing team, you're kind of like, stop it, stop yeah. showing off, get out of here. Like you already hit the home run, but yeah. it's kind of like you're here for a show. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you should know. Like, and I get it. I mean, I get it. It's a sport. It's a sports thing. You're competitive. You want it. Yeah. You want them to get off the field as fast as possible. Yeah. 
and it's like like we said, it's part of the the etiquette of baseball, and it's the unwritten rule, and it's it's disrespectful, or it's deemed as disrespectful yeah. to the other team, and I don't know. It's kind of like, in my opinion, it's kind of like the NFL with the excessive celebration stuff. Like these guys have worked their entire life to do this game at the best, at the highest level, at the best of their ability, and they score a touchdown, which is rare. Yeah. For some of these guys. I mean, even like the top players only get what, like seven, eight touchdowns a year? Yeah. Like, I mean, the top wide receivers are only getting seven or eight touchdowns a year. It's like, I can see a QB like kind of showing off it's like you get like 40 a year shut up yeah. dude. go sit down. well that's like the the whole uh controversy with cam newton celebrating all the touchdowns and stuff a few years ago when he was in carolina and yeah they were they had an attitude about it and it was part of their game plan mental game plan against the other team yeah. and stuff i mean and it was working i mean yeah. they were dominant and that was that was what they were built on is like that confidence yep you know it's like it it almost felt like that team just flowed with it yep like and it's infuriating as the other team because yeah. I mean, you don't want a cocky QB running over you. Yeah. First off, you don't want the QB running over you. <laughs> exactly. Secondly, I mean that dude is built like a defensive he, end. He is that dude's huge, and he's a quarterback. Like one of the best running quarterbacks. I really hope Cam league. gets another chance, but yeah. Well, with don't, with all the retirements and stuff happening and yeah. people moving on, I just hope he gets in a good scheme. Like, yeah, somebody that knows how to use him. Yeah. But do you think he's past his prime? I think so. I mean, he didn't he win the MVP? He did. He won the yeah. MVP. I think he's past his prime. I think he's past his prime in like throwing. Yeah. Maybe deep. But if you put him in like a Drew Brees kind of like system, if he went if to he, the Saints. Yeah. I mean, he might would actually yeah. have a. I mean, they run. They run a lot of Kamara and like a QB. Like so, like if Taysom you have Taysom Hill. Hill yeah. That's the thing that was they have Taysom Hill, so it's kind of like, do you keep both of them? Can you keep both of them and keep them both happy? Yeah. Well, and if if you can get somebody like the Saints are are in the running for Russell Wilson if he gets traded, but I don't know how that's going to work out because for one, the Saints are seventy million over the salary cap. <laughs> so yeah. I think I don't then, know any team that's not really over the salary cap. Yeah, like that I've heard like. Dallas is over it. Green Bay is over it. The yeah. Saints are over it. Um, I mean, if you want to go to Jacksonville, I guess you can go to Jacksonville. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to Jacksonville. To go <laughs> so maybe, I mean, since you're saving 25 with um, Brady. Yeah. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I don't know. I heard I heard that Rodgers might go there, but that's a yeah. different episode. That's a different be. topic. Yeah. Um, the free agency is going to be interesting. Yeah, this year. it was supposed I, to be super exciting and stuff last year. Then that's Nobody I, did anything. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Is like, are we going to get hyped up over this and then be like, Yeah, last year there was <laughs> like, so much hype and then just nothing happened. Yeah. Um. So, I don't really know much about college football. Yeah. Is there any decent QB that you've seen? I mean, besides a uh, picker, is it Pickering? Uh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to put uh, you on the spot there. Not really. I mean, Corral from Ole Miss was supposed to be, I think Matt Corral is his name. Uh, I know his last name's Corral, but he got hurt in the bowl game, mm. in their bowl game. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of 
uh, people who are going to the NFL don't play in the don't bowl play game. in the bowl games. Yeah, which I'm kind of on the fence about that whole that whole thing. But uh, it's kind of like you don't get paid for it. Yeah, it's kind of an extra thing. The risk is you get getting hurt, hurt like him. Yeah, and it's going to hurt his draft stock. Oh yeah, for sure. But he was a beast. He's really good. Uh, you're talking about the guy from Pittsburgh, right? Yes, I think. Yeah, Pitt. Uh, he's pretty good. There's a kid, I think he's from Louisville, that has been getting a lot of attention after the Senior Bowl and all that. Um, I don't remember his name. I'm not real versed on the top college prospects this year. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of college ball this year. I I know uh, that a just couple from work, but I think a couple like uh, defensive ends. They're the top two picks. There's like two of them that are like interchangeable kind of. Yeah. So whichever one goes to the Lions, the other one goes to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Isn't one of them from Michigan? Yeah, I think so. Hang on. Let me let me look yeah. it up, make sure. Um So I looked uh, up the uh NFL salary cap tracker. Yeah. Uh for two thousand twenty two. The Miami Dolphins have sixty four million in space, according to this. Now this may not be true. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, the the Chargers have 57 mil Jaguars have 57 mil uh, Bengals have 56 million in space now this is all like after this year are they losing uh, Jesse Bates possibly I think they should sign him back they should definitely resign him Uh, the Broncos have 40 million in space wait why is this out of order like this oh I see the Jets have thirty-eight million, but that's another one nobody wants to go there. The Seahawks have thirty-seven million. This is there's, good God. Okay, I got scroll down to the bottom. There's only nine teams that are over the cap, according really? to this for two thousand twenty-two. It's the Bills. They're one and a half million roundabout over. It's not too bad. The Falcons are six and a half, which is hilarious because they're not good. Yeah, they're not good, and they're uh, still over. The Rams, which is only eight million over, which is surprising to me. I think a lot of their players are having to be re-signed, though. That's a good point. That is something to take into account because there's a lot of players that are on free agency. on free agent. Uh, they're going to be either restricted or unrestricted free agents this year, and that is factored into this, I believe, because it has to be. Because there's no way that. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are eighteen million under the cap. <laughs> yeah, with all their players. But yeah, because Godwin's for sure on his deal. He's unrestricted because yeah. they were franchise tagged him this past year. Yeah, so it's like, and then they lose Brady, so it's yeah another twenty five probably opens. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, it could be it close, could be. but but I think this is not counting all the free agents. Yeah, the people that they haven't re-signed or signed to new deals and it's all just kind of like hanging out there. Yeah. This is their definite cap number after this season. Uh, Tennessee Titans are eight and three quarter mil over the uh, giants. The New York giants are 11.7 oh, million over. That's terrible. They're, sorry, giants. Fans. Sorry, giants fans, but they're garbage. Yeah. They're not going <laughs> anywhere. I hope they do stick with Daniel. Uh, I'm I don't not know, sure. man. So here's the thing about I kind of want Daniel Jones to go somewhere else and prove, prove that he's like good. Cause I, I think too. he is good. I think he's good enough to be a starting quarterback, but he's had three offensive coordinators in three years. Yeah. So how can you have any kind of consistency, consistency in, 
you can't build anything really with that. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings are 19 million over. Um, Who do they even have that's like costing that much? Kurt? Kurt Cousins, because they gave him a guaranteed deal, I believe is what it was. I think he's in the last year going. Dumb. <laughs> in hindsight, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, isn't he going into the last year of his contract? I believe so. I think it's his last year. I think. When they signed him, it was a fully guaranteed deal, wasn't it? I think it made a ton of news. Yeah, I think his was like almost all of it was guaranteed. Yeah. So for those that don't know, NFL contracts, you have part of the salary is um, guaranteed money, and then another part of it is not fully guaranteed. So like if you get cut, you don't get that money. It's Is it based on incentives? Is that There's the, also incentives built on top of okay. that too. Um, if you play the full like you play that full contract all the way out you will get the money, the money from the deal but if you get cut you only get your guaranteed. guaranteed salary you don't get like the the extra money that's built into the deal as well and it's based and, on the signing bonus and the base salary so i believe the signing bonus is only what's guaranteed and the salary is what's if you get cut you don't get yeah I believe that's how it works. I may be wrong on that. It might be flipped. And I think, I think that's a lot of the reason why, like, you can't just cut players. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, why don't they just cut this guy? And it's like, well, because he's still got guaranteed money on his contract. So even yeah. if you cut him, you're still over the cap. No, that's the way it is. Okay, so that that was right. The signing bonus is what's guaranteed, and the salary is what's not guaranteed. Yeah. So the signing bonus is only spread out over a couple of seasons. And once the team pays the signing bonus to the player, you can cut them. You can cut them. And all of that money that is their salary is just removed from your cap hit. Yeah. Which gives you the room, which is why really good players get cut. Like in the last couple of years of their deal, things like that is because they, it's not actually, they don't have to pay them that money. Yeah. It's, they cut it's already paid. It's they're already paid their guarantee. They're just right. like the extra years are, which is what made that deal for Kirk Cousins so yeah. big and monumental because it was fully guaranteed or at least close to fully guaranteed. And, you know, no one else has done it since because he didn't yeah. live up to that. Once they signed him, it was like, oops, shouldn't have done yeah. that. Which, has he lived up to it or has he not? Because they made it to the playoffs. And they made They won games in the playoffs multiple years. I believe he wasn't a bad sign. He's a solid, a solid starting quarterback. I don't think he'll give you like the boost that like they needed to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think he himself but, is not going to elevate you. Yeah, like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady or. Yeah, I don't think he leads. I'm not saying that Rodgers leads anything, but Rodgers leads by example, kind of, in my opinion. Yeah, he leads by I'm going to give 110 percent when I get out on the field, no matter what. Yeah, and that's how he leads. It's Which, not mostly like speaking to his teammates. Like Brady kind of fires his guys up a little bit on the sidelines. You see him walking around kind of like, hey, like we can do this, you know, and yeah. Burrow does it as well. Mm-hmm. Like you see a lot of like the younger ones kind of trying that as well. Yeah. Some of those guys that's just in their personality and, Rogers, and some of them it's not. Rogers is not one of those guys that likes to. I think Justin Herbert's similar to that. Like, like he's they, not really, he doesn't get up in guys faces and like, come on, let's yeah. go, let's go. Like He's not a huge outward motivator he yeah. just motivates by the way he plays on the field yeah. and i mean i think that's that's a great thing as a teammate in my opinion is like if i know you're going to give 110 percent and you're the greatest in the league almost it's like 
I know you're going to show up every game. Yeah. All I have to do is play well. Hey, like it's been said a lot, uh, winning fixes everything. Oh, yeah. You know, as long as you win, nobody's going to question how you lead or well, well, as long as you do. don't do anything outrageous. But yeah. And I mean... As long as you win, it's going to be all good. Yeah, and I mean, they have... They have the people from like the Packers from years back, and I just keep up with a couple of things from like whenever the news kind of like since I am a Packers fan, it's like you hear like Jermichael Finley and Greg Jennings come out and like, oh, Rodgers can't lead a team, and it's like, okay, first off, who are you, Jermichael Finley? Like, <laughs> well, you, this is you were terrible. Like, you were a terrible tight end. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> like, you didn't have good stats. You didn't have a good yeah. It's like time and there. Now Greg Jennings, on the other hand, it's like he, he was kinda, really good. Yeah, it's like he's really good, and he went to the Vikings, and we kind of lost respect for him. So, well, who cares what he has to say either? He also kind of was a diva. He was a diva, but, kind of. I mean, that was also after they had left the team and were cut. Yeah, they didn't have a great ending to the team. And I mean, I think it's a little bit of the Packers front office. Yeah, they don't know how to handle superstars. Well, and it's also I think a part of it is Aaron Rodgers' personality. Oh, is like he doesn't, he's, he's not going to take any crap from anybody, and he's not going to. He's kind baby of a, anybody. He's kind of a diva as well, though. He's true. He has a little bit of a streak where he'll throw pit players under the bus, and it's kind of like you can't do that as a as a top tier quarterback. You shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. He does. So yeah. apparently, you can. <laughs> um, he can. Yeah, it's but like, I mean, he's played at an MVP level for the past two seasons, yeah, for sure, and he's played out of his mind his whole career. Yeah, I mean, like, and he's it's, played really, really well. Yeah, it's like he's played with teams that have no defenses and still kept them in games. It's like you have yeah. shootouts. Like that's what it was. Like for a while, like as a Packers fan, it was like this is a shootout. Like, yeah, you're gonna score a touchdown, and then we have to score it back. Like well, it's not. There wasn't like a stoppage. <laughs> there was no like, yeah. oh yeah, the defense will get a stop. Like nah. It's going to be Rodgers going down the field again to score another touchdown to win the game. Like, I literally won one of the playoffs games. I think it was the Dallas Cowboys they were playing against. And Dak had the ball and was, like, in scoring position. And yeah. I think it was, like, we were – I think we were up a field goal at that point. And I was, like, I wish they would just score the ball so Rodgers could get the ball back. Yeah, just let them score. And my mom was, like, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I was, like, our defense isn't going to stop them. Yeah, they're going to score. Yeah, I was like, they're going to score, so I'd rather leave Rodgers with enough time to score. Yeah. And he got the ball back, and it was like magic. Yep. Like, as soon as he hit the field, it was like, oh, I've got two minutes left, two timeouts, I got this. Yeah. Like, no no worry, nothing. Like, just... And that's what separates the greatest from just good quarterbacks. <laughs> they were saying that uh, Kansas City, when they were playing against the Buffalo Bills the other night... Yeah. They uh, they had a heart tracker, like the heartbeat tracker, uh-huh. on Patrick Mahomes. They said his heart rate was higher on the sidelines than whenever he was playing. That's wild. <laughs> like Because like once he got out on the field, it was like, it's my time. I can yeah. do something about this. But it was like when he got on the sidelines, it's like, that's when you have to worry. Like you don't have any control of it. It's just defense. That's a great point. Yeah. Like, and he, you could see like his heart rate would rise and like he would get on the field and it was like, it would just drop. Like yeah. it, everything just silent. Like, and I mean, he's a great player. He is. Yeah. I hate how much the media talks up, <laughs> talks him up. And I, that's mainly just because they compared him to Rogers. You think? No, like early on, way too early. I think they did compare him to Rogers, but they, they compared him to Tom Brady too much. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that made me kind of like, 
<laughs> Sorry, if we you heard some laughing in noise. the background. <laughs> um, but it's like, if you hear him, like, he's always compared to, like, Brady. And it's like, he's yeah. been in the league for four years. Yeah. He doesn't have the longevity. He doesn't have the stats. And, and he's done incredible things. Yeah. He's led them, but his team is built around him so well. It's like that team is hard to beat if you put any QB in there. You put Herbert in there, and they light up the league. Yeah. Imagine Herbert throwing to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and Kelsey and McCole Hardman. Just just Hill. Yeah. <laughs> like, he would just throw a deep bomb every play. Yeah. And it's like almost every time the Cheetah would outrun him. Well, and, and he's got the arm. Herbert only has really... Uh, Mike Evans, not Mike Evans. Uh, I get them confused all the time. Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen, yeah, yeah. And then Mike Williams did Mike pretty Williams well this year. Mike Williams is good, but he's not. Like, and then Guyton's, um, the new the new guy that came in this year was pretty yeah. good. They don't have like a they don't have a top tier guy like right. except for Allen. well, Keenan Allen is a top tier guy, but, but he he's a route hurt. runner. He's a route runner he's, as well. Yeah, he's he not one of those that, like deep threats. He's not going to burn you down the like. He doesn't have game breaking speed. Yeah. Which, if you watch the Pro Bowl, uh, he was stuff. at half speed. The dude <laughs> wasn't even try. running. No, he was not running, and they were all like, "Oh, he's like, oh, he got outrun. He's not the fastest." No, he, he didn't try. He jogged. He, he literally looked like he was hurt. Yeah, I thought he was. Well, if you look at it, like his, it looked like he pulled a hamstring almost. Like, well, they quick started it. the The starter started it like before he was ready yeah and he looked like he slipped when he went to take off because he was surprised by the 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 starting gun going off yeah and then he was like oh well i'm not trying to screw this and then he i mean he still kept up with parsons and yeah whoever micah parsons or no micah hyde was it micah hyde or micah parsons micah parsons was, parsons was the one that beat him yeah and he beat nick chubb too yeah was that who it was beside him yeah that yeah. was one guy and then it was micah and then the, uh, whoever else yeah i think it was micah um chubb hill and then there was another guy there was another was, guy nobody knows who he was i don't know who that guy is <laughs> but he's he was way behind dude he's a freak of nature to oh, run that Par- fast parsons is amazing like I, I watched him during the playoffs and it was like dude that guy is like yeah. i watched all of the like all the scoring drives and everything and it's like when parsons made a play they made a big deal about it but it was like i mean he was incredible as a rookie yeah, he's a rookie like and there's serious conversation about him being defensive player I don't, of the year i don't think he gets defensive player of the year i don't think he should either because he's a rookie well because i mean tj watt yeah tj watt like blew it out of the water tied the record for sacks in a single season he should have broke it he should have broke it and he didn't even play a game yeah or and i think he missed a couple games i think he missed two yeah, so everybody's saying it's because it's a seventeen-game yeah, no. season. They had an extra game. No, he didn't play a couple games. Yeah, no. Let's uh, fact check that just to be sure. There was that was one of the things is like he he sacked Huntley, and yeah. because it was a fumble, apparently it was ruled as a rush, and that was why he didn't he didn't break the record. Yeah, and it was like, dude, he had the ball and was gonna throw it, and then. Is like that's a that's a sack. If it was behind the line, yeah, it's like it's a sack, and nobody gave it to him. They were like they took it away. It was a rushing play. It's like no, it wasn't. <laughs> not better though, not at all. And I'm a Ravens fan, so yeah. I didn't want him. I mean, yeah, I I hate I hate it. I hate having T.J. Watt on the other side. I'm like, can you leave? Can dude, you leave somewhere? Talk, talking about Huntley though, dude was. He's Huntley played well. Going to have offers. 
But I don't know if it was well because he played in the scheme that Lamar was in. Lamar was in. True. I mean, that definitely helped. But if he goes to another team that uses him in a similar scheme, yeah. But you have you to. Know. You'll have to build around him. You'll have to build your offense around Huntley. Yeah. You can't build it like you would a pocket passer or. Yeah. Even like a mobile QB is kind of like he's no, a runner. He's a runner that can, that throw. can throw really well yeah, at times. Like, I mean, and that's what Lamar Jackson is. I mean, he, he has an incredible arm. Accuracy yeah. is his problem. Yeah. He needs to go talk to Josh Allen. <laughs> True. He really does. I mean, if. Because Josh Allen was the same way, not nearly as explosive athletically, but, but he was still a runner. He was a runner and he could. And he, he had a cannon he had for a an arm. Cannon. But. And, but just wasn't that accurate. Yeah. And they worked now, on it. He's worked on it. He's become a phenomenal passer. Yeah, I mean, one like, of the best quarterbacks in the league. Don't so me, don't get me started on that Bills <laughs> Chiefs game. Crap. So overtime rules need to okay. change. That's a topic we can get into in a second. But I just confirmed. Yeah, T.J. Watt only played 15 games this past season. Yeah, so he, was and he had 22 and a half sacks. Should have had 23. Should have had twenty three and a half because that was a sack. I mean they they called it as a running play and it was like, yeah, he fumbled the snap. Yep, it's like that's a sack. Yep, and, I agree. But I mean that's neither here nor there. It's like I'm, still he's yeah. he's going to win defensive player of the year for sure. Anytime you tie a record like that, yeah. And I mean, how many pressures did he have? How many like QB hurries and like hits after he put it you know it's like all yeah. those stats that don't go into it like like yeah. that yeah. are tracked but that they don't really show much it's like yeah yeah he he was he was incredible this year but absolutely i mean micah parsons did make a case for defensive. for defensive player of the year he's yeah. getting defensive rookie of the year the, for sure oh absolutely he's getting probably rookie of the, the year. fact that there's a conversation on him being the defensive player of the year is phenomenal oh, because yeah. he's a rookie. Yeah. For you to come out of college and then like adapt that fast to the, to the NFL. Yeah. Is incredible. I mean, like, cause a lot of people are like, it's slow and it's like, okay, first off, that's dumb. That's the dumbest statement you can make. It, yeah. Especially as a QB. Don't make that statement. That's <laughs> stupid. Stop. Yeah. Like that's just a challenge for the defense. But, right. but it's like, I, I've seen a lot of people come out of college and then like flop because they can't, they can't yep. change. They can't. And it's like, because they were so dominant in college that they were like, Oh, I can just do it in the NFL. Yeah. And then they get no. a real man. Like I, <laughs> well, <laughs> as the, a grown man. the thing is everybody in the NFL was a stud in college. Yeah. So, and they're all even better than they were in college because they've had nothing but time to work on being Improving. a football player yeah. and getting better. So, I mean, the guys that go into the NFL and are beasts right away, that's just a di whole different level. Yeah. They're phenomenal. I mean, and that's like, it's, it's a natural talent compared to like a, a worked on talent. Yeah. Like there's, there's a couple of players that you're like, this guy is good because he's, he's just an animal. Like that yeah. dude is a freak of nature. Right. DK Metcalf was one of them. Oh, absolutely. Like, the dude was huge. Yeah. And Derek Henry. Derek Henry one. as well. It's like. Derrick Henry kind of took a little bit, though. He just didn't get a lot of playing time of because playing time. they had uh, DeMarco Murray yeah. ahead of him, and they had just signed him to a massive deal from the Cowboys. And their their team was built more for like a, f a flashy kind of 
uh, elusive running back. Yeah. Instead of just a power. monster power back. Yeah. And so it took him a little time. Plus he was hurt early in his career for the first couple of years. Yeah. He had dealt with a lot of injuries if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. I think but he then had once he became the starter. Yeah. Like they actually gave him time. Just took off. Yeah. Like just run over people. <laughs> so going back to the earlier, uh, the salary cap situation, Dallas is 26 million over. And the Packers are 48 44. and a half. It says 48 and a half over oh, that's good. the cap right here. And then my favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, 80.3 million yeah. over the cap. So we're in a great spot. <laughs> that's a lot more than 100,000. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, but back to what you were saying about the overtime rules. I've been, saying this for years i mean they're they're better than they used to be let's put it that way true because it used I mean, to it used to be a field goal and you would lose the game yeah any score would win dumbest thing i've ever heard i'm just glad that they changed it to that i, I agree it's better but it it needs to be redone the fact that you can have one of the best quarterbacks in the league not even touch the football in overtime and have a chance to respond yeah to the other team scoring is ridiculous to me. Yeah, I agree. Now, I see the side of it that says the defense needs to stop them, but at the same time... Okay, let, <laughs> let's let's take into account the the Chiefs and the Buffalo team. The Bills. The Bills, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a day, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they literally had four lead changes in the last... I think they said a minute and 58 seconds. Yeah. So that means your defense is gassed. Yeah. Your defense is done. Either yeah. one of those teams that gets out there scores a touchdown probably. Yeah. So it's like, at that point, it's whoever won the coin toss. Yep. And I mean, there's the meme about it where they flip the coin and it's like, look, biggest play of the game. <laughs> you know, and it's like, that's not, that's not how you want your season to end. No. Because if... And I get it in the regular season. You want to get games over with. Yeah. That's fine. But playoffs is a different animal. See, I don't even I don't even think that it should be a thing in the regular season. And it, it should be different in the regular season. But if you want it to do it as a quick fix, do it in the playoffs. Do it where if a team scores, the other team gets a chance to score back. Yeah. At least. Yeah. At, at least. If you don't change anything else about it, like let them go back and forth until... I don't know if you yeah. go back and forth, but at least not where it's like one person scores and they don't get the chance to like to answer respond. back. You know, it's like yeah. I I think that the the way the college overtime rules were, I mean, each I, team gets the ball to twenty five in college, or at least they changed it the last year. Yeah, but the way it was was each team got the ball at the twenty five yard line, and they had a chance to score, and if you scored a touchdown. And the other team didn't. And somebody somebody was kind of like we were talking about that at work. And it's like, so what you want to do is if you if you take that rule and adapt it to the NFL, yeah, start them at the fifty yard line. They're yeah, better at they're better athletes, so it's harder for a team to stop them in the twenty five. Yeah, most well, of the time. The fact that NFL kickers can hit fifty plus yard field goals take away kicking. You take away kicking I, in the playoffs. I don't. I don't think so. I I think so. 
I don't agree because it's part of the game. It's a major it, part of the game. It is, but I don't know. I, in playoffs, I'm kind of like, if you kick a freaking field goal to win the game, it's kind of like, that's a cop out. I don't think so. That's a cop out. Dude, it's, I, I don't think so. It's a part of the game. Like, I, it's a major, I know major it is, part of the game. But it's like, it, if I get 45 yards away from the end zone, I win the game. You know what I mean? Like Maybe. The, almost. I mean, with any. Well, that's why I'm saying started at the 50 yard line because. Except for the Packers, maybe. Well, and but, see, but that's the thing. That's the thing. You have to have a good kicker because if your kicker misses, there's a but, potential for you to lose the game. But any team in the playoffs has a good kicker. Nah, I don't know about Almost. that. Almost. Almost any team, but not every team. Chris Boswell, Evan McPherson. Yeah. Justin Tucker. He didn't make the playoffs. I mean, but. It's like, so if you put these three, you can kick a field goal from anywhere. Just about, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, he hit a 66-yarder. Yeah, literally, Justin Tucker. He could literally start at the 50-yard line and get sacked for six yards, and then they'd be like, <laughs> you know what? Just kick the field goal. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't understand. Like, I do understand that that's a part of the game. Yeah. But it kind of feels cheap when you're playing a game that's for your season. Yeah. Well, but at the same time, like in the playoffs, if they only get to the 44-yard line and they have to kick a field goal, that's a 61-yard field goal because it's at seven yards. That's where they spot the ball for the kick. So it's a 61-yard field goal if they get to the 44-yard line. Yeah. That's That's a hard kick to make. But if they make it, and the other team moves down the field and they get to say like the 26 yard line, then you still have to kick a field goal, you know, it's yeah. a 33 yarder. So, I mean, I still think that it's cause you can force overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Another overtime, you know? Yeah. But I think that the, I just think it would be better than what's happening now. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's for sure. And then if it's not good enough, then you can adjust it from there. But yeah. the fact that both offenses don't get to touch the ball. Yeah. It's like, I mean, especially ridiculous. when, when you think like teams are built defensively or offensively. Yeah. So it's like, if your defense gets on the field first and you're an offensive team, you get run over because yeah. I mean, and you should have a defense. I get that. But yeah. the bills defense the, should have stopped the chiefs. It's like, and the bills defense is number one. Yeah. They were the but best. They're, defense. they're yeah. They're at the end of the game and you're kind of like, Either team gets the ball here. I mean, either team gets the ball and they score. Yep. Because they proved it. They proved it four times. Like, in four different drives, they proved, like, I'm going to score whenever I get the ball. Yeah. So, it's like, what do you do about that? And I get that you don't want the game to go on forever, but you also kind of don't want to lose on a coin flip. Yeah. You're like, man, come on. Like, we played, I mean, Allen had, what, five touchdowns? I think so, yeah. And Mahomes had four. So like, it was an amazing game. Yeah, I mean, it was a like that was an all time great. Yeah, but the ending sucks because yep, you get a field like a yeah no I think he scored a touchdown. Yeah, he they? scored a touchdown. But Travis it's like, Kelsey ran his own route. And <laughs> <laughs> nothing, you know. But anyway, nothing right. to say about that. Instead of you know it's Kelsey and <laughs> just got one of the so, best tight ends in the league. <laughs> So we're Super we're getting defense. close to having to wrap this up, but right. because it is a week before the Super Bowl, 
when we're recording this, we got to talk about it. Who do you think wins the Super Bowl, the Bengals or the Rams? I think Cincinnati takes it. Yeah, I do. I think, I think the offense, if if Donald doesn't play out of his mind, yeah, I think the offense is better. Yeah, I agree. I I I do see the the opposite going. I I mean, they could pull what they did against the Cardinals and just wreck that offensive line over well, and over again. Yeah, that's what worries me about it because I want the Bengals to win because I'm Joe Burrow fan, but uh, and also Jamar Chase. Yeah, of course, LSU guys. Um, uh, but the offensive line for the Bengals has been a problem. I mean, Joe Burrow got absolutely destroyed against the, in the divisional round against the Titans. I think it was nine sacks that he took. I think so, so. Yeah. But I mean, they still won the game. They still won. It but was a lot closer. The Titans it don't like, have Aaron Donald, yeah. Von Miller, and the rest of that defense. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, Eric <laughs> yeah. Waddle. Yeah. Then that's the bad thing is Eric like Weddle. Eric Weddle comes back like. He was playing pickup basketball this season. During the season, he comes back and has nine tackles in the uh, AFC Championship game or NFC Championship game. Yeah. And he was like, this is great. I didn't even have to play all year. Didn't have to go through training camp and <laughs> get to be in the Super Bowl. But And that's the problem I have with the Rams. Yeah. Is that they paid for their team. Well, but I mean. If I was Debo Samuel, I would have told OBJ to go away <laughs> when he was coming over to talk to me. I'd have been yeah. like, dude, go back to your sideline before I kick you in your teeth. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you literally left your team midway through the season because, oh, they stink. Yeah. Let me go to a Super Bowl contender. Well, but here's the thing, though. No, there's no. He hasn't helped that team. He has not. Uh, he's made some big catches. He has. He has not. He has not helped that team enough. He's. he's he has five touchdowns. Well, but he filled a role that was vacated when Robert Woods went down. That Van Jefferson filled. Well, Van Jefferson was also like the guy on the outside when Woods or Cup was inside on in the slot. What I'm like, saying though is they've already have two great wide receivers. Yeah. Cooper Cup killed it. Oh, he absolutely. literally slaughtered every team. They can't cover him. No. So what does what does Beckham add that they didn't have before? Because Van Jefferson is their deep threat. Yeah. I think Beckham is another like it makes you have to think about just putting three guys on Cooper Cup, you know, because you yeah. have to cover Beckham because he's a great route runner, or he's a he's, solid route he's runner. He's a solid route so, runner. <laughs> I don't like him because he wind his way out of a team. He wind his way out of New York. He wind his way out of Cleveland. Yeah, I he's mean, done it twice already, and it's kind of like he's to a be diva. fair though. He was in New York and he was in Cleveland, both garbage organizations. I mean. Yes, I agree. I'm sorry. No, maybe <laughs> I agree that they aren't good teams. Yeah, but but still, I, I get what you're saying. The Cleveland Browns were a they were a playoff team. Yeah, it's like and you left that team to go to a team that was stacked. Yeah. That didn't I get need, it. I that get doesn't it. need you. I just like Matthew Stafford. That's why I, yeah, I, I I'm glad that they're in the Super Bowl just because Matthew Stafford spent all those years in purgatory in Detroit and in the same division as Rodgers, you know. I mean, he yeah, I just, in a you know? Well, he got drafted by Detroit. <laughs> he was too good. He got drafted by the garbage team, the Detroit Lions, and he's been stuck there his entire career. And I, I mean, I do have respect for Stafford. Like he's, he does played put up a, numbers. Played with a broken back too. 
Did he? Yeah. yeah. I think it was last year. I mean, he was broken all the time anyway. Yeah, well, so you know, <laughs> ever since they had, uh, they got rid of Calvin Johnson. He's been, yeah. I mean, but they had Marvin Jones, but that's my thing is like they had Calvin Johnson. They had zero defense. Just like you're talking about the Packers. That's yeah. why they had such great battles is because their offenses were stacked. Yeah. They had amazing quarterback play, really good receivers, but they neither team had a defense yeah. that could stop a nosebleed. Yeah. So they just had these wars where they would score 40 points each, you know? Yeah. Amazing games. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I, I have a lot of respect for Stafford. I just don't, I just don't like the fact that you have literally Von Miller, uh, Donald, Floyd, yeah. who is an animal on the other side. So yeah. that's three of the, the top best. tier bash pass rushers yeah. in the league. In the league. Plus you have Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Waddle. Of Weddle, Enigma. Weddle. Weddle. Yeah. Sorry. Eric Weddle. I keep on calling him Waddle. I know. <laughs> it's fine. Other. Jalen Ramsey is an is enigma. Tough. Like he's yeah. just, I don't even know if I'm using that word right, but whatever. He's <laughs> anomaly. <laughs> anomaly. There you go. That's a uh, good one. <laughs> uh, and it's like, so, and then rap, if he comes back, yeah, like he was playing out of his mind too. Um, yeah. Then on offense, it's like you have, you have the best receiver in the league yeah, this Cooper year. Yeah, Cooper Cup. You have a great running back duo. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Michelle. And the line is incredible with uh, Whitworth holding it down at 40. Uh, yeah. The yeah. man is 40 protecting the blind side still. It's like, <laughs> it's funny because he's older than both of the head coaches yeah. in the Super Bowl <laughs> and he's a player. Like, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand going all out to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I'm going to root for you. Yeah. Like, that's no, I'm the, rooting for Cincinnati yeah, to win. A, and that's the thing is like, it it's almost makes sil- you the villain. It's a Cinderella story. Yeah. And they're an underdog. Because and it's, it's in LA. Yeah. It's like it's, it's Burrow and Chase's pretty much rookie year. I mean, yeah. Burrow had last year, but it, he played he hurt. What, four games and yeah. then broke his leg and yeah. all that mess. Yeah. And it's like, so it's really his rookie year as well. his head ripped off his body every game. <laughs> so it's like, and then their defense improved greatly over the oh yeah the offseason. Just Especially with a couple, line. yeah, like with they a couple pickups. They got uh, Trey Hendrickson, Hendrickson from the Saints. Now that's another thing is their D-line is kind of banged up. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw that in the AFC Championship that Mahomes had like, forever yeah. to throw and i'm like well it, but jesse bates and von bell are phenomenal yeah in the secondary and then i mean I'm apple's worried. been doing well ah, that he's, was about to say i'm worried about eli apple he, i am worried about him but he just, has been playing well he's been playing well but he's had some plays where it's just like oh god yeah eli apple hilton again. hilton is another guy that's yeah in the back i'm like yeah yeah that's their biggest thing is like the cornerback play is going to be huge. Yeah. They're going to have to double Cooper. Oh, at least every single play. <laughs> at least every play. You got to right. put a safety over the top of him every play. Yeah. And it's, it's not like he has game breaking speed. It's just his routes are so crisp. Like, it's, yeah, they're so clean. It's and it's unbelievable. Like, and it, he knows where to sit in a zone because yep. he he's playing with like QBs that have told him like, Hey, this is kind of where, what we see. And yeah, him and Stafford have meetings. If you didn't know about, oh yeah, this, no, I've that, heard about it. Like five thirty every single morning. Yeah, they just come in and have a coffee. They have coffee. And like they look watch at film. The film. Yep. And it's like, I mean, that's that's Talk a, about concepts. That's and a all QB's that. like best friend. Yeah, it's like, his dream. You know, it's like that's a wide receiver's dream as well. Yeah. So I mean, 
it would be a good story. It, and I, I hate it for Robert Woods that he got hurt. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing is, like, if they do win, Robert Woods was kind of like, you didn't really do anything. And it's like, he did. No. He was playing well when yeah, he was. Yeah, was halfway through the season he got hurt? I yeah, think. I think it was, like, week six or so. Yeah. He was playing and, very, very yeah. well. And then they went and got Beckham. So yeah. they were like, we didn't lose anything. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. I think the Bengals win. I think the Bengals win. If they can protect Burrow. If Burrow if Burrow plays like he can, yeah. like as well as he has been, I think they win. So, Not handedly. Yo, it's going to be a good game. I think it's like 31-28. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like a good one. That sounds like it's, it would be about right. Yeah, I think I think it comes down to McPherson. Uh, yeah, and I, I think, think it that, does. I think that cocky kid is going to kick oh, the game dude, winning that, field goal. Did I you hear love what he that said? kid, man? <laughs> Did you hear what he said about the uh, AFC championship or whichever one? Yeah, it was in the divisional round against the Titans, and it came down to he was going to have to kick a fifty-two yard field goal. And he looked at the backup quarterback and was like, "Well, guess we're going to the AFC championship." <laughs> and went out and made the kick. <laughs> he's shrugging off his jacket. He's like, "Well, yeah. I guess we're going to make it to the championship game." <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous confidence. Yeah, he has an opportunity to break. Uh, Adam Vinatieri's record for most playoff or most field goals made in a single playoffs. Does He's he? made twelve, and the record's fourteen. In his rookie year, he could break it. He's yeah. twelve for twelve in the playoffs this year. I hate the fact that going back to Josh Allen, it's like he had nine touchdowns. Yeah, eleven is the record <laughs> in the in the whole playoffs. He had two games. Yeah, and it's like he almost broke the record in two games. Yeah. And they still lost. And I'm like, what? Yeah. With like, the number one defense in the league this year. Yeah. And I think it's I think that was Tredavious White. I think the whole thing came down to Tredavious True. White not being there. Yeah. Because if he is, he's on Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Every play. Kelsey or Hill, yeah. for sure. And Hill was kind of locked down by the other two. Yeah. They would double him almost every play. So it's like if you double him on every play, then you need somebody who could cover Kelsey. Yeah. And they just they couldn't find anyone that could stop him. Yeah. Well, I think so. Prediction: If Burrow gets sacked fewer than seven times, I think they win. <laughs> and that's a high number, yeah. but he got sacked nine times against the Titans, and they won. Yeah. And that defensive line for the Rams is so phenomenal. I think if Stafford gets picked off once, and he gets less than seven twice. sacks, I don't even think it needs to be twice. Yeah. It just once. You get one free drive. Yeah. I think that's all they'll need. Maybe so. Because it's going to be a close game to end. So I think that last drive is what they're going to have, and it's going to come down to who has the ball last. Yeah. And I think the Bengals... If the Bengals have the ball last, and it's within a field goal game, it's over. Yeah, yeah. McPherson's not missing it. Yeah, no, I I think McPherson has proven this year that he's, he's clutch. He's got the clutch gene. Watch, like, him, watch him miss it. I know he is. <laughs> Hook it left or something. That would suck so no, bad. He missed He missed one against the Packers. He yeah. did. Yeah. At home, he missed one in overtime. He got that one out, though. Yeah. It's like, so, I mean, he do, He can miss, but. He's human, obviously. Yeah. It's but. Like, he's, he's been pretty automatic for. Yeah. For what they need, especially. Well. With that, I think we've we've gone for over an hour. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were going to try to make yeah, this a shorter, shorter episode, ones. but <laughs> it is what it is. We can talk about sports all day, every yeah. day. So, if you enjoyed this, let us know. Uh, we're going to 
keep doing this a little bit more here and there, uh, in between our regular episodes, um, every now and again, uh, we'll try to cover probably like the off season next, next time. Yeah. And we might have some guests might have some guests on this for the uh, sports things. We, We know a lot of sports fans. So, uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Later guys.